Hello and welcome to Wolford Weekly, the penultimate episode in series one oh, of just, EastEnders. Just put your hand in my chest and torn out my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've not finished yet. We've got two more episodes left to air. <laughs> not finished yet. No, but we... But series one is coming to a close, it isn't is. it? Series one of EastEnders. What a fabulous series it's been. <laughs> it really has. The longest running series of episode, so I'd say. <laughs> so yes, lots going on this week. Actually, no, I mean, Demona Bell, which is... Mm. comes to a surprise to some people maybe yeah so i don't know what i'm going to say this week really i think you had all your moaning when we were doing the quiz live on sunday and you were just making remarks in the background mm. your snarky asides every now and then so you've you've all moaned out and they've you've, you've done yeah got nothing to moan. I mean, I, there's still a few things i can moan about mm. so i will but nothing mm. major this week so i'm just happy in the little wolford swing of things it's been a solid week hasn't it mm-hmm. i mean they've not experimented so there's not been they've not put themselves up for judgment quite so much <laughs> Um, and the stories have kind of moved along, but um, no reference, no reference at all to last week. It might as well not oh, the just, heist. Yeah, yeah, might as well not have even happened. That is ridiculous. Again, it's, <laughs> it's EastEnders' biggest problem of aftermath. There's just, it just doesn't have any, does it? Things happen, and then it happens, and then that's it. It doesn't. There seems to be a lack of responsibility. Mm, very <laughs> odd. Um, so we're talking about the episodes that were broadcast in the UK between the eighth and 9th of June. You are Alex, the yes. co-host. I am Ben, the host, if anyone needs to know. And we're starting off with the Mitchells, I think, this week. Mm. Hello to any new listeners, by the way. I just want to throw that in. Mm. Do you think there's new listeners? I hope so. The ratings are going down, but our listeners are going up. Mm. What's going on? (laughs) We're obviously doing a better job than EastEnders. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know. Um, But yeah, the Mitchells. Um, Feels horrible this week. Yeah. All I can say is he's a pig. It didn't take long, did it? I mean, we said this last week. It didn't take long. He's back to his normal self. We, we only had, but we just had a sniff, a hint of mm, how horrible. horrible Phil was basically planning to be mm. this week. He called Caden that, yeah. that thing. That thing. He refused to kind of acknowledge. Change his nappy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he, he didn't want to have anything to do with him. No mm. relation, no link whatsoever. I mean, a few people did say, I'm, I'm already on the social media. It's, it's taken me, what, a minute to get into the show. <laughs> a few people did say that, you know, think if you were in that situation that you had to bring up someone else's kid. Would you feel Would you feel the same way? But I think people Dennis, have... it wasn't his kid though. Well, kid... It's his son. Yeah, but then he didn't sleep with Dennis Sr. behind Phil's back. No. And also, I think a lot of people are forgetting that... Also, don't forget that Phil did ask Sharon whether she would be happy to bring up the kid she had the kid he had with Denise mm. whilst he was in hospital so and and okay Sharon did say no <laughs> so I suppose it's not a great example but like there, there is you know he has to there's some consideration surely needed here yeah it's just two weeks ago there's never a love like a Mitchell the best love in the world <laughs> they were together and then this comes up all of a sudden he takes she takes Caden back and feels like no if they ch- mm. choose me or him that line, there's never a love f- uh, better than the Mitchell. I think that's kind of haunted the writers now because they can't go back on it. And so they're now turning yeah. Sharon into they this really... They go back really... on everything else. I know, but they're really turning Sharon into this quite Drip. weak, yeah, mm. like submissive yeah. character. It's like she will do anything to fulfill. Yeah. Oh, okay, she stood up to him saying, oh, but my baby is more important than you. But you just know that it's only it's going gonna, it's gonna to take Phil to forgive her before she'll then be, she'll move mm. into the house. It won't be a case of that Phil will just have to tolerate it and Sharon's like well you just you just have to get on with it we're, we're married this is part of the relationship and also now. Sharon as a character you don't want the words weak no drip like that's not Sharon it's not Sharon what happened it's... to the Sharon with the Adidas trainers running around the square no, looking metal for pole. 
throwing things at objects at yeah. cars. Punching drug dealers in the face. Yeah, that's the Sharon we mm. remember. That's the Sharon from old. No, mm. no offence, uh, Letitia. <laughs> but now she... She's just, I don't and she's know. had like a baby voice all week. Have you noticed? She's mm. walking around like this coy little baby. Like she's in the wrong. She's pandering to Phil. Yeah, every time it's she like, speaks ugh. to someone, she always says like, oh, but you know, you have to understand where Phil's coming from. You have to understand where Phil's coming no. from. But no, we don't. Because the reason this all happened, let's go all the way back to last year when Xianu began. The reason she had this affair with Keanu was because, <laughs> was because Phil wasn't, giving her any attention. Mm, Phil, and he was just a thug and not yeah. loving, not gentle. And Ke- Keanu was all those things. For back which then. he hasn't apologised for. He's apologised mm. for his potential hand at the death of Dennis. But even this week, he mm. then kind of turned it around and said, well, you're the one who killed Dennis. So mm. again, now passing the blame off that. So any kind of soft, moralistic idolism that Phil once had when he came back to the soap three weeks ago has just flushed down the toilet mm. and, and now we're meant to think well you know Sharon should fight for her man Sharon should have to show that grovel at his feet yeah show that really it was her mistake and mm. that's just, that's taking away the whole EastEnders is strong matriarchal female characters there's not enough of them as there is Ruby's the only one I could name right now mm. and and which is great because Ruby is a fantastic character but Sharon should also be there Sharon should be the new Pat Butcher yeah she should she should give Shirley a toss Peggy. Phil's saying yeah her way or no way. Absolutely. Phil. And like the way how he turned it around, almost blaming her for the fact that Dennis died. Mm. It's like, Phil, we all know you were on that boat and caused the crash in the first place. Yeah. And like everyone and all the residents of Albert Square don't seem to care that he caused this boat crash. Linda nearly died, but they're like, oh no, we'll sell it to sell the victim, yeah. even though he caused a boat crash. <laughs> and even Linda and Mick are now questioning whether they should accept the money from uh, Phil because they've heard Dodgy money. on the grapevine, the only reference to last week, that the money he got, he's got <laughs> to buy the pub is a bit dodgy. Yeah, it might be dodgy. But Lin- Linda's a bit like, well, you know, I, I, I need a drink, so we need to get out of here mm. ASAP. Um, and it's also a bit weird that the cast is buying a flat... Mm. That's odd to me. But I suppose it's only because Tina's not moving with them and nor Shirley. So I suppose they they only really need a flat between them. There's no room for Johnny to come home to visit. (laughs) No no room for Johnny. (laughs) And his (laughs) glittery jacket. Mm. Um, That's something I was meant to mention last week. Is Tina and Shirley moving in together? Because they did have a flat together at one point, didn't they? They did with the mum and Mm. Buster and stuff, didn't they? Um, Maybe that was Donna's old flat wasn't it right but i don't think they plan ahead for tina they just write a scene in every now and then <laughs> oh, see what oh, we better do something for her. um and there was also some interesting developments of ian yes well his, his continued flirtatious behavior towards sharon mm. is now beginning to be seen by others namely phil and phil's not very happy about it no. phil spotted it immediately <laughs> and made a nice sharon ref- sharon's dead to phil now so what should he care Oh, no, see, this is the or thing. Or does he care? We must, he does care, and that's the point, isn't <laughs> it? You need to remember that, in a way, d- d- just to put the yin to the yang, mm. the reason why Phil is behaving this way Hard is man. because he, I think he still is a little bit guilt-stricken by it, and he doesn't really know how to put himself across to Sharon, and... The Kate... it's only been thirty years. Yeah, yeah, and and seeing Caden, they still don't know each other. <laughs> no, they, they're still they're still treading lightly around, <laughs> around each other. And but seeing Caden is a memory of Dennis that he doesn't want to remember. So I do, as much as I've just criticised Phil <laughs> for the last five minutes, I do see it from his side. Yeah, but that doesn't outweigh the pig-headed. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, but he's so been he's still in the wrong. He's been pig-headed because he can't portray his feelings. In a... he used to be able to when he was a young sprite. Yeah, but he's th- times have changed. He's, he's had to. 
mature very quickly. You know what we need? We need Kathy to sit Phil down. Yeah, yeah. Have a little chat around the table with Kath. Kathy's had chats with Phil in the past, and it's kind of done him the world of good. Yeah. But um, you know, it, I, it, that, going back to you saying about Ian, I don't think it's helped Sharon's cause very much that he knows that Ian is also baying for her affections too. Do you think maybe? I know we don't want to talk about the Vic, <laughs> but Phil said, you know, I'm going to move into the Vic, not you, Sharon. Mm. How does that feel? While I'm still breathing, you're not going to get the Vic. So I suppose Sharon... Who shot gonna... Phil's story? <laughs> yeah. I suppose Sharon's going to go on a vendetta against Phil and it's going to be Phil versus Sharon now. But will Ian step in and say, Sharon, I'll buy the Vic for you and like gazump Phil? Do you think Ian's got the equity to buy Yeah, but he might do that, try to like <gasps> impress Sharon. Mm. He's just bought though, don't forget... Max's oh, yeah. half so could sell for Wolf of the East. We could sell that. Yeah, or, behind Max's back. Or we might have trouble getting the money up. That's all I'm thinking. Hmm. Um, we, we, well, Max asked to buy the club. We're jumping forward a little bit. Max did ask to buy the club, his half back from Ian. Yeah, and so Ian refused. That's... Ian said, no, <laughs> you're not having it. Maybe so that's, that's what happened we with, um, with the Vic. Because then she'll have Ian to thank. And then it will come out with about Dennis and then... Mm. she'll feel betrayed by Ian maybe something like that or there might be a mystery buyer for the Vic <laughs> who has Stacy. yes who who both Phil and Sharon has an equal hatred and they basically decide that they need to work together in order to get this person out of the Vic i.e. Chrissy Watts I'm adamant I'm, I'm, I've almost got OCD about the fact that it needs to be Chrissy Watts that moves into that Vic <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be and double underlined with red biro needs mm. to be Chrissy Watts. Well, you'll find out in September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be nothing in between. No. Uh, right, so we're going to go on to our second subject, which is Karen, Mitch and Billy. Yeah. The wonderful love triangle. Apparently, Mitch's soulmate in life is Karen, and she'll always come back to him no matter what. <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 did, I, I didn't mean to let out such an audible groan. Yeah, I mean, this was like the low of the week, I uh, feel. Um, the new catchphrase they've created <laughs> this week... I mean, they shoehorned. They didn't create, they shoehorned mm. it. They, had, they said it twice in as many episodes. Yeah, once to Caden and once when Billy was being made fun of. What, what was that it? Catch- B? No, 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 no. What is it? It's never too old, never too Taylor. Oh, yeah, never too Taylor. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, well, it means you can't, be, you can't be too old for these mischievous hijinks that a tailor, mm. only a tailor can get up to, <laughs> i.e. putting a bag of flour on the edge of a door and it falls on someone's face. Mm. And also, Mix. Mitch did that, and Mitch is a baker. So can he be too Taylor, or is he too baker? <laughs> never too old, <laughs> never to too baker. Baker, Taylor, baker. Butcher, baker, Taylor. Yes, never too baker, never too Mitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mitch is just... His pointless character is just shining through as a pointless character with these storylines. Well, yeah. Because it's like a love story which doesn't really make sense, because... But the story he came onto the soap mm. to begin with is now the story that they've gone back to yeah. to basically give him more longevity. I mean, there's nothing they can do with him in the salon because they kind of cut all ties with him and Denise now. Mm. There was there was sniffs of him and Denise, but yeah. that's gone now because she's got with Jack, um, and he's got no chance against Jack. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> or and, Billy apparently. Well, or Billy. Well, Billy apparently, according to Linda of all people, maybe she's been chatting to Latina. Well, Linda knows everything about everyone's <laughs> packages because remember on. She went to E20 night when she was drunk and she started shouting out about someone's package on the stage. Oh, Ian's. Ian's, yeah, yeah from Jane's. Yeah. yeah. And when she, when she um, soiled herself. Yeah, so it's all, she knows it all. Well, girls knows, chat, don't they? Well, apparently. Over a bottle of wine. She knows Mix, Phil's, Grant's, Ian's, well, I hope she should know Billy's. That. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> all Linda talks about, all Linda cares about is Willie's. <laughs> Her Google no search history. <laughs> Her Google search history must just be Willy, Willy's, penis and cock. 
<laughs> but apparently that's the main reason why Billy can get all the women <laughs> in Wolford. Yeah, I know, which is a bit unfair of Billy, because Billy has got a soft character. He's a very kind... He's not like your typical Mitchell. No. He's not typical 101, you know, the the, the mould that every Mitchell needs to be, you know, follow through. Billy that's is right. Billy is very thoughtful and considerate and, yes, has made some silly mistakes in his past, but he normally ultimately does it for the, for the greater mm. good or to help someone. And it is interesting, like, Karen, of all characters, has men fighting over her. Yeah. Which, you know, it's fine. Men it's and women, own. if you think about it. Oh, yeah, and that other Karen. Mm. She might pop up next, won't she? She'll be in, it'll be a love square. Take the, take the um, swoop in and take her. Um, but yeah, like this a vulture. <laughs> this sort of love triangle is just so meh to me. Because, like, Mitch... It's only meh for me. Well, any, any story is meh for me. Because of Mitch. Because Mitch yeah. has no purpose. No, he so, feels a bit plodded in. Like, he's living in that flat with them. But he's also not with her. But apparently he's loved her this whole time. And now he's fighting to get her back. But they've not been together for like what ten years mm. more. But he he seems to he when he first came onto the the soap, the character of Mitch, he wanted mm. Karen back because he found out that Karen had money, money and a flat. And he and and for me, I don't think anything's changed. I think the only reason Mitch wants to get back to with Karen is because of because she's ba- not single anymore. Is that the no? Only because reason? of Bailey and right. the security of having this new family set up. Mm. He thinks it's he can do this walk in and walk in, and him and Karen and Bailey can be this new family unit. So he can give him he can have a second chance because Chantelle and Keegan constantly remind him that he was never a good dad mm. to them. Yeah, but only last week she was moving away without him. I mean, she was never he didn't care away. then, did he? <laughs> Even he knew. Well, no, but then, but, but then, even then, she was. He was belittling Billy, saying like, mm. "Oh, moving away without you." Well, obviously, there's no, there's no love <laughs> lost there. Then I just think it's such a shame because I really like Billy and Karen as a as a couple. Yeah, lots of people Baron. don't, but I like them. Do they not? Yeah, lots of people online I, don't like them. But I, I think, think it's they... because of Honey, isn't it? Everyone wants him with Honey. No, I don't. But I don't. I think him and Karen work well together. And mm. if we saw more of why they're together, yeah. it might help people. But like, they've got a lot in common, mm-hmm. and they're two characters they just they, they don't feel random together no they're like too... Kat and Kush did yeah Jack and Denise they're lost aren't they they're kind of lost they've never really known what way to go in life and they need stability and I think in in this case they their stability is each other because they do for me work well as a team mm, and better Billy... than Mitch oh god 100% but you couldn't trust Mitch not to no. next week get given 500 pounds and go down to like the bookies and just you know end up in debt and then running away again he's not he's not enough taylor he's not he's too baker <laughs> he's too baker for me and i don't like i don't like mitch baker i'm i'm putting it in I mean, what now. about his little prank his his stupid prank mm. his childlike prank bernie liked it bernie we had bernie two episodes in a row by the way with lines we had habiba as well i know it's all going off and overflowing with d-list <laughs> but um, no tina though she's just she's like the bottom of the barrel but you know more than made up with a touch of jags that's uh, <laughs> he rolled Forgot in. about him, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Mitch, like, embarrassed Billy in front of everyone, basically. When and, it, like, Mitch... that was his Plan. way of getting back at him yeah. for having a big willy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not really <laughs> sure what the whole deal was. And but... I'm so upset that Mitch and Mick, like, Mick is basically standing up. Mitch, Mick oh, yeah. and Billy have been friends, like, forever and ever and ever. And then Mitch comes along. Mm. And then it's like the Sharon, Michelle, Linda, Linda situation, isn't it? Linda and Sharon were great friends. Michelle comes along and Sharon drops her like a, like a, <laughs> A dodgy pound note. Mm. And now Mick's doing that to Billy. Because Mick made fun of Billy in front of him. And it's like, oh, shut up, Mick. Exactly. Dare you. My opinion on Mick just just went down. He's obviously jealous too. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know, though. (laughs) 
have to ask Linda. Have, She's the only one that knows. Do you remember Mick in his um in his prison pajamas? Do you remember Mick when he was running around with um Vincent? They were wearing leggings together, weren't they? Exactly. Oh, I, 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 yes. I don't think Danny Diony has anything to be jealous no. of. Just need to ask Linda. She has all the info, intel on the um <laughs> on the residence. Have a nice little chat about penises with Linda later. But um, yeah, this love triangle. Everything's continuing next week as well, everyone. So this is the first half of the week again. It's one of those weeks where next week is the same storyline. The last week. It is. Next the week. last week focuses on Mitch, Billy and Karen. <laughs> so take that. What a high to end on. <laughs> I think it can be beaten. Um, right, where are we going next? We're off to play a game. Well, talking about getting beaten, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready to get beaten by my game? Yes. Yeah, I'll take it. So another new game. I'm experimenting, Ben. Yeah, just before we go off air. <laughs> yeah, just testing things out. Had quite a few uh, people getting in touch saying they enjoyed Wolford Community Sent Her. Mm, I've seen one person. <laughs> one more than we got from other games. That's true. Um, so um, that's a success. So um, it, it, let us know what you Expect think. Expect more of that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anything that gets one like gets gets played again. So um, any games you do enjoy, or if you have any game ideas of your own, do get in touch with us on our social media. We'll be more than happy to consider them. However, here is our new game. So right. it is called Wolford Who Done It. I've been experimenting with the name. Wolford Who Done It or East End Who Done It. Whitney did it. Well, she might have. <laughs> Get ready. So I have a list of characters, all of whom, whom have, done it. have been killed on the soap either by being hit by a vehicle, bludgeoned by a blunt object, <laughs> Billy, or being shot at. Oh, one died by being shot. Yes. It's quite yes. rare for East Enders, that. <laughs> yeah. You simply have to answer... Um, when I give a character name, you simply have to answer with either hit for the car, bludgeoned for the blunt object, or shot if they've been shot. Hit, bludgeoned, bludgeoned, bludgeoned. We're like all using it. Bludgeoned or shot, okay? And you have to get 15 right in 15 seconds. <laughs> you a, better say it quick then. I will. Uh, it's quick fire, okay? There'll be a noise to indicate if you've got <laughs> if you. When we complete 15 seconds. Right. So are you ready? Yes. You have to be prepared. It's going to mm-hmm. come thick and fast, Ben. Yeah, I'm used to it. Billy. So here we go. <laughs> In three, two, one. Heather Trot. Bludgeoned. Emma Summerhays. Hit. Rowley. Hit. Saskia Duncan. Bludgeoned. Ray Kelly. Shot. Aidan O'Brien. Andy O'Brien. Hit. Lucy Brill. <laughs> Bludgeoned. D- Danielle, Danielle Jones. Hit. Oh. Was that the last one? How many did I get? That wasn't the last one. You got eight. What? I think I've given you a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should have maybe given you more time. Do, do the I... rest. Go. Let's do the rest. Here we go. Paul Truman. Blood shot. <laughs> yep. Reg Cox. Wasn't um, Paul Truman stabbed? I don't know. Um, Reg Cox. Bludgeoned? Yep. Jack Dalton. Don't know who that is. He was shot. Tiffany Mitchell. Hit. Debbie, Be- Debbie Bates. Hit. Den Watts. Bludgeoned. Ooh, that was a trick one. Mel Owen. <laughs> Hit. <laughs> Hunter Owen. Shot. Archie Mitchell. Bludgeoned. Danny Moon. Shot. Jamie Fowler. Hit. Tramp the Dog. A hit. Correct. You got 19 out of 20 on the extended version of the game. Mm. Who was that person who died? Jack Walton. 
Jack Dalton. Yeah. How did he die? What did I say? Hang on. Jack Dalton was shot. He was shot by Dennis Rickman. Oh, how yeah. upsetting. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. So you My got death, I did quite well then. 19 out of 20. Very good. Successful game? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's a fast game. You like the fast Maybe a ones. bit more time, seeing as it took you like 40 seconds to read them out. Well, when I practiced it, basically reading out the names, it took me about <laughs> half a second to read each name. But then I didn't take into account that you needed Answer. a bit of thinking time. <laughs> So I should have given you about maybe 30 seconds. Yes. Anyway, you did very well. Progress. 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 Death is my favourite subject. I know it was, so I thought I'd cater to it. (laughs) Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know how you got along. And that was Wolford Who Done It. So we're moving on to Whitney now. Whitney Gray, Chantel. Whitney Gray. Bit of Suki. Slips in. (laughs) Interesting developments here with Gray and Chantel. Um, Not Chantel. Not her. Um, Whitney. Whitney and Grey. <laughs> what was that noise? That was my sandal. That was your, sh- your sandal. <laughs> my your slider. My sliders. Um, yeah, weird. I mean, we all saw this coming. We No one wanted it. Whitney's doing her usual thing mm. of a man's there for trying to help her. She's murdered or killed or something well, no, happened no, to her. Whitney's never murdered. <laughs> no, but like every time something Before. happens to her, a man comes up and goes, you're right, Whitney. And then she kisses him. Yeah. Yeah. When a man, when any man, although this, you could argue, I think it should be argued that this is right to make this as a character trait for Whitney mm. because her whole life from being a teenager, yeah. she's always depended on a man being nice to her. And she's getting into the cat slater territory for me though. Right. Where it's her only character trait is this um, abuse that she's had. Yeah. But it's constant abuse. That's the point. That like, is with Whitney. Again is. and again and again. Whitney's getting, no pun intended, but whittled down. And she's mm. just kind of slowly I've, I've seen a lot of people in. online say, like, Whit- like the female characters on EastEnders are never allowed to process and get over their grief where the male characters are. Mm. And I thought it was interesting because, like, Kathy, like, her only storyline, every time they give her a storyline, it's Wilmot Brown. <laughs> yeah. Like, or they bring up her rape or whatever. And they have to keep bringing it up yeah. and reminding her that it happened. Mm. Even other characters kind of use it as a weakness to Kathy. Mm. So they say, oh, you wouldn't know. Uh, and also when Kathy faked her own death, which wasn't her fault. Yeah. She was told. Which always gets brought up. But, but they, they always bring it up as if it was Kathy's ultimately mm. Kathy's fault in the end so um, I thought that was interesting I thought that kind of applies to Whitney because she's never allowed to forget that this happened to her as a character yeah and again it's brought up now where um someone I've, someone said online like you know how Kat goes she sleeps with someone when she has a bad thing and she goes oh I'm just a slag mm. like Whitney's thing is oh I'm a dirty girl like she always does that and yeah and, I deserve to be used yeah. by men and I someone's basically it. saying I can guarantee in the next few weeks well if there was more weeks to show <laughs> that Whitney would say that about herself mm. about mm. Grey and it's like oh, okay I, that kind of makes sense to me actually these characters aren't ever allowed to move on from being abused Hmm. Like they can never seem to move on and do something else. Like the only exception, I guess, is Ruby has been able to do that. Uh, that's it. Successfully. And I said earlier on the podcast, she's the only strong character. She's mm. risen to the top. She's kind of been able to strang- struggle her way oh, up. Yeah. To the top. Not even struggle, to be fair. She's She's arranging phone calls with Martin and yeah, all sorts. Yeah, she's hooking up and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> but um, she's the new Ruby. Ruby Red. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting for me that they, because there was a part of me that thought that would this, especially since 
Grey had, before that scene happened when Whitney kissed him, he had that argument with Chantel and said he didn't believe her when he looked at his tracker on the car. Oh, yeah, the car is in the arches. Yeah, which Dottie spotted. So yet another thing, Dottie has some dirt on someone. <laughs> yeah, I hope she, I would like Dottie to take revenge on him. I would like Dottie to be the one who finds out about Chantel and mm. Grey, because I think she'd be the kind of character who would be able to give good... Give it. <laughs> yeah, give it yeah, good, good, would be able to fight for Chantel. Mm. Would be able the to nick fight in her will come out. Yeah, um, yeah. When I was watching that scene when um, she noticed that Grey was a bit off with Chantel in the arches, mm. sometimes my mind wanders off when I'm watching EastEnders when it's not... Like, Jags turns up, for example. So I start thinking. And I, I had, like, a flash, flash moment of um, Whitney... Dottie, Chantel, three women being involved in the cover-up of Grey and they're using the arches oh. as, a, as a place to keep the body. Maybe he could be hit by a blunt instrument. Yeah. And I thought, actually, yeah, there'll be reminiscence of um, Chrissy, Zoe yeah. and Sam and Chantel will be the weak... You'd think Chantel would be the weak one, but maybe Whitney's fragile state will make her... Mm. feel guilty so she wants she'll be like the sam mitchell where she wanted to tell everyone about den and dotty will be like chrissy the one who's trying to keep it all wanted together but that would be good but the problem is is that if you're going to do that story that means one of those three would have to ultimately be the killer and so would then have to be written out of the show after manipulation you want chantelle to be i don't want her out of those or dotty i think chantelle would be the easiest one because they could justify it Mm. They could it could be justified for why he, because of the years and years and years of constant abuse. Yeah. So it, it, it's it, it's not right to kill someone, but it's justified by that. Mm. I just matter. want three women covering up a murder. Basically. Yeah, but yeah, and three strong women, three women that could then you know yeah. rise to the be the cream on the. And that could be a way of rising Whitney's characters to like an iconic moment. Like you think of some characters and they have their their moment yeah which they're kind of remembered for that could be a bit of whitney's maybe because hmm. her killing leo could have been but it wasn't i mean it's kind of heading to that now you've said it because obviously whitney kissed gray hmm. but what if gray did decide to take it further then there's that jealousy but whitney could then argue if if gray then starts manipulating god god help us but if, if gray then does start manipulating whitney Hmm. She could then, with conversation with Chantel, they realise that Grey is Grey is ultimately the one who's manipulating all the three women, yeah. Dottie, Chantel and Whitney. Hmm. And also you could factor in, uh, Karat sniffing around Chantel a bit, um, so that could bring in stepmum Suki to save the day. Oh yeah. Leave it with me, girls. <laughs> get, grab my cardigan. And I was going to say, yeah, get me my cardigan. <laughs> this is my business cardigan. I'm on it. So, you know, there's lots of possibilities of all these storylines, which is quite exciting. It is. And I mean, you don't want to... The thing is, is that you don't want to almost have that story to trivialise the Chantel and Grey story. No, because but it were... does need to go into more places now because it's been it, the same yeah. scene like since September. You're right. But at the same time, you know, abuse doesn't tend to escalate. It tends to just carry on mm. unnoticed. You know, every other storyline EastEnders goes about a mile a minute and then this mm. one doesn't. Mm. But it's like they're waiting for something. They've, they've kind of put it into park and they're just kind of waiting for something yeah. to like to, something, something to, to bubble it. I mean, I'm, I your idea for that story, I'm completely on board and I would love to see it. Yeah, a retake of the Chrissy. Mm. Or Dottie could be the one who like accidentally is involved and then she then realizes that what ian did to dennis wasn't that bad so she decides not to reveal it all but then something happens and it does get revealed mm. so it's double all sorts of crossovers this is the thing isn't it, it if we're having dotty involved basically allows for a lot of stories to have one big reveal yes. if you think about it it's, it's it's leading to a big reveal so and i don't think the writers are daft i think they've realized <laughs> this they've got they've realized that this dotty character it's kind of like being sprinkled a little bit here and sprinkled a little bit yeah, there. Yeah, she's on Peter, she's on Ruby, yeah. she's with Rainy. 
Yes, going yeah, she's got the show, she? rainy now. Is this something going to happen with her and Max? You know, it's like, <laughs> you, know, you don't know what's going to happen. And, and, you know, she's after the archers as well. So you could say that she's... She's not after that anymore, is she? Or is she? I think she still wants oh, it. Oh, is she? Because she's, they're still selling it, aren't they? They're still up for sale. Is it? <laughs> well, they haven't well, the archers? Said, they haven't said otherwise. Ben and Phil said they were put up for sale. Oh, I can't remember So there's that. no... Re- there's, you know, there's nothing to say that it's happening otherwise. Mm. <laughs> Who knows? And they're making good business, you know, greater a constant client. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. And that was that was a bit annoying when he was blaming Chantel because he has a tracker in his car, mm. and she was like, "Well, the car was at the archers," and he just ignored what she said and was like, "No, yeah." It's like, "Well, great, that's an actual answer." <laughs> yeah, but he he doesn't trust Chantel at all, especially no. now that he, she seems to be doing all this work for Karat and Suki, and it's you, you know what I mean. He's he's like he, the trust he had for her, yeah, the little anyway, built, yeah. the little trust is kind of even it's been demolished even more because now he thinks that Chantel her job with. The call center means more to her than. <laughs> they haven't the... even got their computers yet. They must have them by now. They no, got a security she was, system. She was collecting them, wasn't she? <laughs> what are they using? Calculators, God knows. like an old like dial-up phone. Yeah. So it, for Gray, his relationship is the be and end all. Even his his solicitor work really doesn't. It's just a means to an end. It's just mm. to get money to keep the family together. While Chantel, she likes this independent life away from the family, and Gray doesn't like that very much. Mm. Which is why, which is going back right back to my original point, which is why I was a bit surprised to see that Gray didn't take the kiss with Whitney a bit further, almost as a revenge. He pulled kiss. away straight away, didn't mm. he? And he said, "Oh no, no, this is perfect. This is just." Business, nothing more. <laughs> it will never go further. Well, do you believe that? I don't. That's the thing. <laughs> Ultimately, I think that Chantel is going to do something that's going to upset him again. Yeah, and Whitney will be there for him. But Whitney will be there. Instead of him hitting Chantel, Whitney will then be there instead. And then he'll use that as an excuse. But, um, I mean, is, is Whitney going to ultimately then see his abusive side too? Oh, it's going to come out eventually. More abuse for Whitney. Mm. Um, I found it interesting as well how they had Linda tell him about Lee hitting her. Yeah. And that Grey now knows. So is Grey going to use it as a like a... With a plead bargain, isn't it? It's, it's, mm. it's like she's had... But he hit, obviously hits Chantel. But he was disgusted that mm. Lee had done it to Whitney. With a case, So is it? that going to be... Like, if they have like an affair or whatever, is he going to be like... Oh, she's that been abused be... before. So she he, she could be abused further. Yeah, maybe mm. some weird, twisted, horrible thing. Maybe what yeah. a tangled web. A lot of um things that could be going on. Poor Linda. Well, after she admitted that to Gray, I did feel. If you listen to our award ceremony, <laughs> Kelly Bright won Best Actress, and. Rightly so. I mean, she's for me, Kelly Bright this week actually stole the week. Yeah, she had a little thing with Phil as well. Seen with Phil when they she was having a meeting, and Phil was like, "Did you know about Caden? Yes, get out." <laughs> but 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 when she said the line to, to him about Sharon, it's like you know you can never tear away a mother's love mm. from her child as much as you will try. It will never happen. Just ask Peggy. Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's what Phil needs. Aunt Sal phone calls or something. Or the ghost of Peggy. Yeah, you need someone to just... <laughs> the ghost of Pat. She's still there in that house. Oh, yeah, she's in the yeah, house. Yeah, she's just lingering. They should... They should... They love, I'd love it if they, you just had Phil sat on the sofa on his own and she says, what does that smell of smoke? <laughs> I'd love Pat to come back and give him some wisdom. Oh, oh that'd be fantastic. Um, right, so the last storyline is our Dottie. Peter, yes. Yeah. Pete Bill's personal training. PBPT. PBPT. It's a new trend. They had a lovely um, fitness group going together, didn't they? I mean, they literally just basically went into the dressing room where everyone's Who's just hanging free? around. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to be in this scene? It's like school when you're like doing amateur dramatics. And it's like, right, kids, we've got a scene all set up for you all. Because mm, it was 
Ash, Ikra, Habiba, mm. um, Jags turned up, Dottie and Peter. Who'd have thought Jags was the fittest as well? They've been portraying Jags as this overweight, obsessed with food, Miracle. buffoon. And then what, what should happen? He's the fastest. He, was be- he beat Peter. <laughs> Heaven's sake! But I did love the fact that all the all the women in that uh, personal training group were like at the end of their PT training, which was literally a five mile run around mm-hmm. the square. Um, they were all exhausted, sweating, like they were red in the face and on the chest. <laughs> you know, they, they had a real hard time. But the men, <laughs> Peter and Jags, it was easy. It was well, a breeze. Pete, Peter's the not trainer, even, so he yeah, not even he's a bead of sweat. Fit. No, he's very not thin. even a bead of sweat. Well, he only has to take two steps for every ten for everyone else. <laughs> yeah, he leaps. And he literally <laughs> leaps buildings. And Jags is a medical marvel. Um, Ash said. <laughs> so, oh. and Habiba even said he's got very good stamina, <sighs> which we all know Don't what that means. Of that. At least, though, at least I think we've gone past the time period where Habiba could be pregnant. In oh, I don't know. No, please, no. She was wearing well, tight leggings. When, and I think when the show comes back in September, she'll have a bump. Oh, no. <laughs> we don't need a Jabiba baby. No, we don't. But Peter and Dottie's relationship kind of grew this week. Because the last time they spoke to each other, he said, don't ever speak to me or my family ever <laughs> yes. again. And he meant ever. it. He put his fist down hard on that table as he said it. Um, and then one of his cards wasn't working very well. So we went crawling back to her um, and asked her to look under his bonnet. Ooh, uh. And Ruby kind of gave her a bit of advice saying, you know, if it's there, just go for it. Why not? Yeah. And then she whipped out her phone and went, Martin, you've been a naughty boy. Meet me in the oh, office. Oh, this. Can we just talk about Ruby and Martin? Because I think this is the only opportunity we're going to be able to bump it in. Oh, I love I'd Ruby love and Martin. To. And <laughs> you said that with so much feigned excitement. <laughs> no, I do. I love Ruby and Martin. Yeah. I've, We've been championing Ruby chemistry. and Martin. Yeah, there's there's true chemistry there. Like, there's their sex. <laughs> their time they <laughs> Sorry? Had, the time they slept together was hot. Like, mm. that scene was hot. Let's be honest. It was the hottest scene of the year. Whew. <laughs> well, there's Billy and Karen coming up, so that could take the biscuit. <laughs> no. no. They do have very good chemistry but, together. I mean, yeah. him and um, James Bay and Lacey Turner have very good chemistry. Mm. But it's different chemistry. Whereas him and Louisa Leighton are just, like, sizzling Especially now Max is out of the picture. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all going off. But she's just, you know, she's commanding him this, commanding him that. I don't think she is, though. I don't think she's being bossy. I think, <laughs> I don't, I, no, what I mean is I don't think. She's giving him a disciplinary in I don't, the Yeah, I don't think room. it's an SM, SM, <laughs> S&M in a, of any sort. I don't think it's like you're going to find them like Martin in like a leather dog mask. And her in a Dark dominatrix Martin. whip. whip. Um, we'll get him back into shape, that will. Yeah, Dark that's Martin. true. Well, I'm sure there's, there's a lot of exercise happening <laughs> with Ruby and Martin. But I think that it's a mutual. I think it's a mutual respect for one another, which is what Sonia and Martin never had. Sonia <laughs> never respected Martin. He was always just a, a, a kind of like a, almost like Michelle and an Lofty. everyday man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was, like, he was there. An Arthur there Fowler. Yeah. He was there for her. Mm. She married him because he was reliable. He had a reliable job. Yeah, well, same for, with Stace as well. Oh, yes. Stace kind of saw him as a, a that's what I mean. Oh, Martin Fowler. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Mm. Um, and I think for Martin and Ruby, there's a mutual respect for one another there. And I think they do. I think they just, they hook up really well for me. Mm, they do. They are good. I enjoy them together. But Peter and Dottie, I just, <laughs> I, for me, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of just an excuse to kind of give Ian a little bit more peril about Dottie knowing that yeah. he locked Dennis in the Yeah, and cabin. Bobby like getting upset or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, because Bobby, was, again, Bobby was just a passing mention, wasn't he, again, mm. this week. It was like, uh, Bobby. He is in it next Oh, okay. which is the same week or whatever but oh, that's true um yeah i'm still waiting for something about peter i don't know like his line deli- is it i don't know if it's his character or the 
way the actor's playing him, but he's just very like he's kind of just there and he just says his lines and I don't know, there doesn't seem to be anything any oomph behind him. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any personality. No, like he tried to make a little joke for like half a second, but it still fell flat. Mm. And it's like, oh. I think the problem is, is that because we've got this perception of Peter Bill from Peter Bill's in the past, um, especially the the one, the most recent one before the one Mm. we have now. And I, I, and you just can't, for me, you can't, attach that perception onto the current Peter Bill. So it's like they've literally started again with him. A bit like what they did with Ben Mitchell. Mm. When he first came on, his personality and his traits were almost polar opposite, polar opposite of yeah. the Ben Mitchell that left the soap six, eight months prior to the mm. new one coming in being introduced. And, and this yeah. Peter's been gone for like four years. So like there, there should be more to him. Like what has he done the past four yeah. years? What really happened with Lauren? Like you still don't know, like she was poor and getting money from Jack. And I've got a horrible feeling. <laughs> Sorry to anyone Jack and Josser fans out there, but <laughs> I've got a horrible feeling that they're deliberately not mentioning Lauren because we're waiting for her to say they're yes. They're waiting to see if Jacqueline Josser will mm. say yes to come back. Like he's uh, not mentioned Louis. Like, yeah. I don't know, there's lots of things where he's been on there for a while, but you don't really... He's just a personal trainer and sells a car. And he looks like... The casting, looks-wise, is really good. He looks like a Bill. Yeah. But that's about it. Like, mm. There's nothing else to say. And him and Dottie getting together is just... Wait, it's a plot device. It's more plot device and it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's a shame. It is a Dottie's shame. Dottie's really good. I would much rather if they... they kept um peter back a bit and kind of you saw the relationship of him building back up with his dad and with bobby mm, and kath and kathy i think in fact that's the way to build up the bills i think they need to build up internally rather mm. than externally and i suppose with the lockdown unfortunately because of the stories that are going although actually to be fair i don't think any external stories would interfere with this you could easily do a bill week don't you think you could do like oh, yeah. you could do a full week of Kathy Ian? <laughs> don't you think Kathy yes. Ian, Bobby, and Peter, and it's just four episodes yeah. of them sorting themselves out again. And that I think that rush, that sudden pl- story of them for two hours, almost like a feature film. And you know how to open the Monday episode, the Bill Week in lockdown. Kathy saying there's breakfast on the table. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> in a dub because <laughs> they're in lockdown. They've been bored. They're sorting out the house. Kathy comes down, loads of photos. There we go. That's how they start it. Ian already got old photos out when yeah, he was talking exactly. to Sharon. So there's some loads of, of Lou, some yeah. photos of Pauline, mm-hmm. Arthur, and then one of Lucy, and then it all kicks off. I think it's a bra- it would be a very brave and adventurous. I, for me, that's more of an iconic episode than doing Ben Mitchell did a mob job and couldn't hear for, for half mm-hmm. an hour. For me, to, to go back to family, make it character-based plot family driven. means everything that's the catchphrase absolutely do it a two hour bill episode one and... <laughs> one episode focused solely in kathy's bedroom on her own because she's shielding and we just follow kathy <laughs> she's elderly bed. you're so mean to kathy <laughs> you could... she's 70 she's shielding if they in need her to, if they desperately need to introduce like a few outside characters here and there like dotty or something like that through then, the window well perhaps they needed to get an extra supplies of jam or something and so they asked someone from the square to go get them for them, a younger one for them but yeah they could all be self-shielding and yeah self-isolating and it, it's just basically a crash course of basically learning what's happened to the bills up until this point and how they are with relation to one another. And I think that would just be a nice fresh way of then just putting them back onto the square with stories with everyone else because yeah. you then know the background of it. What happened with Lauren and Louis? What happened with Bobby in prison? Why is Bobby in why does Ian trust Bobby 
still um really or does ian just say it just to appease mm. her mum also bobby and peter as well yeah bobby and peter's relationship fractured relationship mm-hmm. yeah kathy she could you know is she concerned that her family is falling apart around her you know or or you know is she concerned about ian's obviously interest into sharon again but it writes itself mm, it does but sadly <laughs> it didn't make it to screen but it might do though oh, yeah, it might we never know we don't know what's coming up but the only problem is is that i think the eastenders writers have said that they don't want to do anything they don't want to link to the lockdown no, they're still going to reference it, aren't they? But it's not going to involve storylines. But what a great way to just smack in the introduction. Series 2 of EastEnders. Mm. But a- Emmerdale's done it recently and that didn't go down very well. Apparently it was really boring. But for me, I don't think Emmerdale have strong characters that could <laughs> do it. Like the... D- no. Marlon Dingle was the one, wasn't it, I think, with I his fiance. Like, if you think about it, Bobby Bill, Ian Bill... Peter Bill and Kathy Bill, all the Bills, all in that house together. There must yeah, be over a lot of history there. 100 years of history there. <laughs> There is, though. 70 of them being just Kathy. <laughs> exactly. But th- that's all there. Th- th- there's a family history, past, present, and future that mm-hmm. can be developed on in a feature-length episode. <laughs> right, that's that. I, I mean, there's not much more to say about Dottie and Peter's storyline, which is why we were fabricating fake storylines. <laughs> so we're going to go on now to everyone's comments about what they thought about the week. You know me, I ain't one to gossip. As per, I'm done with the kids, <laughs> we end the podcast with your comments and your answers to our question of the week on our social media, on our Twitter, our Instagram and our Facebook group. Um, and also going to read out a few comments uh, throughout what we had people send us this week as well, because we've mm, lovely. quite a bit of interaction this week. So I'm going to start off with the question of the week, though, which was if you could add a final scene to the last episode next week, what cliffhanger would you like to see and why? Gosh. Do you have an opinion? Um, I'd like an Ian Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Add in, I would probably add in something like Stacey and Kat doing something. I don't know. Because we know that they're all Kim. or some, People we know are returning but haven't returned. Yeah. Maybe add in something like that, like a little onomous line about something, which no one knows what it is, but you could spend a few weeks guessing. Yeah. There'll something be lots like of that. speculation online and mm. people will just be to and fro with it. Meant. Well, a, a lot of people actually have much more definitive answers to this. I'm going well, to time to think. I didn't. That's true. Sydney Dumphy on our Facebook group has mm-hmm. said, Sharon finds out about Ian and Dottie's situation and stabs Ian. What? The police let her off because everyone is glad he's gone. Oh, so he dies? Yeah, apparently. No. You can't kill off Ian. No. Not Ian, Sydney. <laughs> Not Ian. Ron Monterio has it. After the credits, there will be a black screen appears with the words four months later. It cuts to a series of quick shots of hands undoing the locks and bolts of the Vic door. The hands grab the knobs of the door and it pulls it open. Cut to a front view of the Vic. Simon Wicks walks out of the door and says, <laughs> we're back in business. Ooh, that'd be sexy. You'd like Simon Wicks back, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> I have to say there was a lot of people who said related Vic, to the yeah. Vic yeah yeah. maybe um, you could have um, Linda says so Sharon you had another DNA test done did you about Caden to see if it is Phil's and then um, Sharon says that they came back and um, it is Keanu's and then you see the paper and it says dad is Phil Mitchell so that dad is Phil Mitchell right because he's been horrible to her she's going to pretend still that it's not his mm. okay well relating to that then oh because if Sharon doesn't say and this is a very dark very dark oh, uh, good. end. Potter underscore stuff says on Instagram, Phil suffocates Caden with a teddy bear. Oh, God. That's really dark. Yeah, no. Not doing it's that. never going to happen. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, linking to what you just said, that Sharon finds out that he is the dad, but doesn't, doesn't tell, tell Phil, yeah. then he does maybe something, not on oh, yeah, purpose, accidentally too. on purpose to Caden. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then when they're in hospital, Sharon shouts, he's yours. 
Mitchell's mm. that thing. You keep saying that thing. He's a Mitchell. Yeah, he's a true Mitchell. He's not too Taylor. <laughs> be like, uh, yeah, never too baby, never too Mitchell. <laughs> Dean underscore M underscore S on tw- on Instagram says a tube crashing into the side of the Vic and the viaduct collapses. That's very Coronation Street. Mm, plus too much budget for social distancing. <laughs> yeah, but it's the last episode of the week. Last episode in a long time. Surely they can blow the budget on something like that. Well, no, they wouldn't better film it though, would they? At WCW Lion on our Twitter says, the last scene should be in the Vic. Almost everybody is there and Mick says that there is a new owner coming. It's very loud and everyone thinks it's Phil, but the door opens and the duff duff breaks. <laughs> So you don't find out. You just know that they're yeah, basically... Yeah, that would be a good yeah, one. That would be really good. Yeah. At Clerky on Twitter says, A deadly disaster is long overdue in order to clear out some dead wood. The likes of Peter Dotty and the male panacers just aren't <laughs> working for me. And if Max tragically died, that's fine too. Yeah, that's fine. Not exactly a tonic for 2020, but that's that would make me feel better. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that would, that would I kind mean, of... Dotty, maybe not, but sacrifices have to be made, mm. so... That'll kind of sh- soften the edges of this really horrible year <laughs> that, we, that everyone's been involved with. Uh, just a couple more then on our Facebook group. Where's Cindy Calloway? Billy is planning on moving himself and his kids into Karen's so all live happily like the like the Brady Bunch. But who comes walking out of Walford Station? None other than little Mo and her son Freddie. <laughs> Billy stops in his tracks. He's stunned and his foundation is shaken as he has never forgotten his first wife. Freddy's a badden, just like his rapist father and as a teenager is ready to wreak havoc on the square. Um, and, and she's saying that could replace what Dennis could have been. That's not a bad shout, actually. Mm. Yeah, because he'd be about 16, 17 yeah. now, wouldn't he? Replace Hunter. Mm. Yeah. Nice one, Cindy. Although Little Mo should have a nice son because she's been through enough. Um, yeah, but... Little Mo is always Little Mo is the ultimate downtrodden character yeah, that true. never saw the light. <laughs> I mean, and it's it's a good like you say it's a good age. So it kind of takes over Hunter and Dennis's place. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. Jared Porikos again. I'm sorry if I apolo- I apologize if I say your name wrong. Lauren shows up to Max American Horror Story Madison style and says, "Surprise, bitch! I bet you <laughs> thought you've seen the last of me." Yeah, I did. That would be epic. No, no, <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Maybe Louise Mitchell, if you have to have someone, but uh, <laughs> not um, Lauren. The final one on uh, our Facebook group from Shauna Askew says, instead of a slap fest in the Vic, like usual, there will be a big fight in the minute mark, mark for the last pack of toilet paper, <laughs> leading to a future lockdown episode when the show returns. God, going back a bit, old toilet paper. It's, it's, for me, I mean, it's a, I don't know, should they not reference as the last scene that maybe showed like the speech Boris Johnson made, you oh, know, lockdown. saying <laughs> we're going into lockdown. Yeah. So then yeah, it kind of... Right. We'll continue this later. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, they need, it, it, there's no excuse they can't do this. They At the end of the episode, when the credits have rolled, they need to then fade to black and then put on the screen to be continued. Just so the viewers know that this isn't the end. Mm. And it's, I think it's a nice little kind of cheeky nod as well. It's kind of like, wink, to be continued. <laughs> yeah, well, not long to wait and we'll find out. No. I guess not. One last comment that I just want to read out on our Twitter. That I thought the last was the last. Well, I mean, this is the last comment based on oh, okay. another 
thing. Uh, I well, I basically uh, we, we post on Twitter all the time while EastEnders is uh, broadcast live in the UK. And um, at Zubeda underscore Ula commented to us and said, "I was moved by Phil's my boy moment. Denny was his adopted son for years, and the death of a child is heartbreaking. I agree, his pain is compounded by his desertion of Denny and the partial responsible for his death. But we know Ian is the real culprit. No, he's not. No, no, but the." the no, I don't agree with any of that. No, don't, you have to agree with some of that because no. it, I do think that it's compounded by the desertion of Denny and yeah, he blamed himself. Phil didn't give a toss about Denny for months before he died. It's only now he's dead he cares. Okay. They didn't show us that on screen. Well, he was about... ready to trail off to Portugal with Louise and Ben and Toe and he's like, ah, Denny will catch up. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this then? How about... Uh, at... I thought that was the last comment. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to carry on now. This is interesting. At Northbound24 mm-hmm. says, it's clear to me all of Phil's development is linked to Dennis's death. Remember when he was determined to face criminal charges for the boat crash until Ben interfered? Well, if Phil really admits that, he should go back to the police and say it was him. Okay. Also, and... why did he steal money from a heist if he's a good boy now? <laughs> That's true. And right, just a... Opposite opinion. At Melanie underscore W says, I feel, feel, feels super guilty, but not enough to take Sharon back. But she is asking for a lot from him. She needs to move on. Sharon needs to move on. Sharon Watts. Yes. Remember that. Strong name, Watts. You can get in touch with us whenever you like on our Twitter and on Instagram. Just we're under at Wolford Weekly. Or you can join our Facebook group, which is Wolford Weekly Podcast. Search for it on Facebook and then click to join. As I say, every week is a really cool group. Really fun. Mm-hmm. We also have a YouTube channel. Again, if you search Wolford Weekly, you can find all our videos on there. We put original content on there every week. Um, there's a quiz on there at the moment, which I reckon you should all join in. We played some of the games from the podcast on we there. Did. We did. That was live, but it doesn't matter. You can still join in. Let us know how you get on with the scores. But there's also uh, videos of Sharon Watts on The Sims 4. There's uh, character profiles, all kinds of stuff on there. Lots and lots and lots and lots. Yeah, so so we're them. carrying them on. Every Sunday during EastEnders break. We certainly are. Um, And don't forget, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give us uh, a rating um, if you enjoyed the show and also a comment just because every rating and comment gets us seen by more people and Mm. everyone can hopefully enjoy the content too. Make sure you listen next week because it'll be our review of the series final. Oh my goodness, the season final. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thanks for listening. Take care of one another and goodbye. Goodbye.